Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. lives he has returned it's usually me that's absent doing florida man stuff last week remzo here remzo martinez my partner in comic book crime well why don't you tell the story remzo why should you're here welcome back well first i have a question mark okay have you seen the giant frogs in florida yet frogs i don't know if they're so giant so apparently frogs. there are frogs that have been mutated by something something okay. and they're coming out like 20 pounds out of the water like we're talking some like big freaking frogs. I have not seen a 20 pound frog. We did have a frog crawling on our uh, window the other day during a storm. And then I looked it up because we, you know, my wife's a little, you might call her superstitious, something like that. So we were looking up like, what does it mean when you see a frog? And at first we're like, okay, good luck. And then, but like, then it's like some other cultures believe they mean death and destruction. So like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's like wealth and fortune are on the way or our life is about to fall apart. So we're not really sure exactly where things are going to land, but no, I haven't seen a 20 pound frog. I don't know well, what, what that would bode for me. Well, if you see one, you can get TikTok famous, apparently. You know who I bet up. has seen the 20 pound frog? Probably Ooh. our man, not Alec Holland, Swamp Thing, who we discussed last week when I had uh, our good pal Eric slip in for you. It was you nice, he, to be honest. He never gets snippy with me. You know, he, he's just he's very complacent, very, uh, you know, he's very easy to control. Unlike the rambunctious Remzo Martinez. Rambunctious. Start using that one. Speaking of rambunctious. Wrestling fans will know this term. You know what a heel hook is, Mark? Of course I know what a heel hook is. Well, I got heel hooked in the most like textbook way on Saturday. I've, I've been uh, I've been training. I did an hour of just drilling Saturday morning. Then I did an hour of kickboxing. And then I took off uh, for lunch. And I was like, you know what? I could do a little bit of sparring. So I drove into uh, South Milwaukee to all my favorite open mats to uh, train with a few of my friends. And I went over to this new guy at one point and I was on my back. He was, said, Hey, new guy, want to grapple? <laughs> I thought, I thought because he was a little, he was way newer than I am that he won't be that difficult or spry or anything. And I was already pretty tired. So I thought I could just be defensive the entire time. So at one point he gets me on my back. I'm about to, um, do something. And next thing you know, I just feel my foot reverse direction and I hear a loud gunshot. And everyone just stops and stares. And next thing you know, I'm like, holy shit, I think you've broken my ankle because he heel hooked me and did not stop. So every ligament in my left ankle has been torn and I tore a tendon, which explains my knee pain. But yeah, it has been uh, not been fun. I've been on my couch a lot, mostly working. And if I'm not doing that, I'm sleeping. But 
Yeah, this it is, is exactly uh, why, Remzo. This is exactly why at this show we encourage people not to participate in combat sports and sports and change the world. We encourage people to read comics and change the world. I'm not saying you shouldn't do combat sports, but if you do, you got to be ready. You might be laid up like Remzo. Yeah, I've never. Usually, when people get to that point, they stop, and a lot of people just don't even try it because if you don't know how much force you need to like completely break somebody's ankle then you're going to mess somebody up. I am thankful that my foot only went in the opposite direction and did not break. But the annoying thing is, is that apparently a break would heal faster than all the ligaments that he went ahead and just exploded. So I'm going to be having to figure out how to basically fight on one leg for a while because I'm, I'm finally able to like move around a little bit, but I'm still kind of wobbly. So now I have to make sure that no one ever touches my feet ever again. And I should be good. (laughs) Well, if you want to contribute to the don't let, anyone touch my feet fund you can go over to <laughs> patreon.com slash second print pod where you can help support the show help support all our endeavors uh, on and off the mat as well as get access to all sorts of exclusive bonus content including my foray into the world of thunderstrike with thunderstrike, thunderstrike! the world's only thunderstrike podcast <laughs> as far as i know uh remzo tell them what else is going on there including how they can make a small contribution to a wonderful cause and a wonderful actor absolutely so a lot of you over the past few months, you helped me raise more than $1,200 for Tap Cancer Out. It's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu Holy tournament Holy crap, you guys series. got that kind of money? Well, I actually raised 1300 thanks to uh, a lot of a lot of our awesome listeners. And uh, they wanted that tax deduction. So they went ahead and did that. So as a thank you, we're paying it forward a little bit. For everyone who joins at the $5 level or higher between now and the end of August. So you got until August 30th. I will take $1 out of pocket and I will go ahead and donate it to the Gary Sinise Foundation. It's a wonderful charity. It's my favorite veterans charity that supports veterans and military families. You can go ahead and check them out at uh, GarySiniseFoundation.org. Um, I support them every year and I've been doing so since uh, 2013. And this is just another way of, you know, taking that mantra, read comics, change the world and putting it into something that can actually be heroic and benefit people in a small way. So, you know, if you do that, and if you're in the United States, I have the caveat because our good friend, our uh, Brazilian buddy, Ariel, who lives in Colombia right now, um, uh, we are doing posters for people. We're going to raise the funds to hand deliver this poster to Colombia. Will, I will go to Colombia if we can get like, you know, a thousand bucks a month rolling at some point. I'm going to have to start, you know, doing that. I'll film like Logan Paul style travel videos and stuff, <laughs> handing him his his uh, 15 cent poster for, that I printed from FedEx. But um, Remzo's yeah. Rush, your new energy drink. Yeah, it's yeah. it's mainly just sugar. Only legal in <laughs> only legal in Colombia, which is why we have only to legal there to promote it. But um, yeah, if you if you sign up at that level, uh, I'll be donating a dollar to the Gary Sinise Foundation. If you live in the continental United States, and I'll expand it to Hawaii, America, Samoa, and Puerto Rico, <laughs> you'll get a sign. Fo- you'll get a sign. If uh, it's posted. considered domestic postage, then then it's uh, encompassed into it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want I want you guys to get this stuff. Uh, so you know, that's <laughs> patreon.com slash second print pod. I, I do have a preview uh, for this weekend over on Patreon. Uh, good buddy, degenerate Derek from the Degenerate Panel, aka not producer Derek, 
Um, we will be reviewing the first five episodes of the new My Adventures of Superman anime series on Adult Swim. He brought this up to me and he was like, dude, are you watching this? I'm like, man, I don't know how I feel about an anime Superman, especially when I saw a story of overabounding in the comics where they basically showed a clip of Superman turning into Superman through like a Sailor Moon costume transition. And I was like, what'd you do to my boy Cal? And I was a little bit hesitant. Because no one really at DC had been promoting this. This was one of those like Walter Hamada era projects when Warner Brothers Discovery was still under AT&T with DC and everything. So this is one of those that's kind of slipped through the cracks. But I'm telling you, I watched the first episode with my wife and we were like, this ain't too bad. And then we watched the second and the third and the fourth. And I was like, I actually am really enjoying it. And by episode five, which is this week's episode, which is where we'll be wrapping up this review. I'm I'm pretty hooked on this series. This is a good series. If you're Where a Superman, watch this on Max. If you're yeah, it's on Max, and the episodes come out Maybe the day I'll catch after up before uh, before I hear that episode. Yeah, and the the episodes come out on Max the day after they air on Adult Swim. If you like anime, you're gonna like this. If you like Superman, you're gonna like this. It's it's different. That's what I'll say. But it's it's really fun, and I I've been enjoying it. So if fans like it. If people over on Patreon enjoy it, maybe we'll continue through this season and just follow the series. Who knows? But you can go ahead and catch me and not producer Derek covering my adventures of Superman episodes one through five over on patreon.com slash second print pod. Very well. Well, Remzo, while you were laid up on those painkillers, hopefully, uh, did you happen to flip that remote over and wrap up Secret Invasion or have you veered away? I watched it. I can I I can't say I enjoyed it. Now I I described this to you I think a couple of weeks ago, but now that you've finally seen it, how do you feel about what they did with the end of this already somewhat middling series that I think I wanted to convince myself I liked just because I like Samuel Jackson and I did enjoy some of his performances. Outside of that, it's hard for me to say a lot great about this. There's a there's a funny Jimmy Kimmel joke. My favorite James Bond is actually George Lazenby, and uh, George Lazenby was on with Jimmy Kimmel one time and he was like, so did you ever get to bang any of the bond girls? He's like, yeah, all the other bond girls, not the one that was in my movie. And he was like, Oh, so you did that after they were in their prime. <laughs> like when they were like showing you their headshot covering their face because they were in like their sixties and seventies. He was like, basically. And um, that's how I kind of equate this series. Secret invasion is like they they marketed they marketed you Ursula Anders from Doctor No in the white bikini and the knife rolling up on the beach way back in the 60s. Instead, what they gave you was Ursula Anders in her 80s. (laughs) And they were like, You still want it? With every superpower you want. Yeah. (laughs) Ursula Anders as the super scroll. That's that's basically what we got. So (laughs) this this series was supposed to be one of the most anticipated Disney plus projects, MCU projects in, in general that we have had in years. And I mean, it was the one that you and I were, even as the product was suffering, we're saying, all right, well maybe there's a glimmer of hope in secret invasion. Like even a couple of years ago, I think we were looking that far ahead of this. This is, this is if somebody gave you a Bugatti without an engine, this, this, the series just fell flat. Like this is, for my UFC fans, this is not Tony Ferguson a few years ago. This is Tony Ferguson last weekend when he just got knocked the fuck out. Like, this is just not not where I wanted it. And I can't say it's 
bad, but it failed to live up to expectations. I can say it's bad. I can say it's bad. It's not the. It's not She-Hulk bad. It's not. No, it's not actively bad in in that sort it's of. It's not way. the worst Disney Plus MCU show I've seen. This is a hallmark of of what I think happens with DC Disney Plus shows. They start off sort of slow, like building a plot slowly, which and you're like, okay, maybe this could be going somewhere. You know, you start off. You rarely start off hating something. Um, well, yeah, even She-Hulk. I don't think I completely hated it from the get. Well, like episode. Episode yeah. two or three, I started. It I was started like, off I like, all right, this is quirky, not my style, but maybe okay. And then by three, you're getting, you know, booty shaking with Megan the Stallion. So, you know, it, it really plummets quickly. And then suddenly you look up and it's like episode five and you're like, how are they going to wrap this all up? And you're like, well, let's see. And then they always just plop the ending. And, and to me, like there were some interesting pieces being built here, but what really makes no sense about this again, is that not only are the invent Avengers not involved, this whole thing with the scrolls, think about the concept. The whole thing is Nick Fury was supposed to find them a new planet. Now, dude, we just had like Avengers Endgame. We just had them going to like a bunch of different planets. We had fucking Rhodey, who we now know had to have been a scrawl even during Endgame. Why? Because when he came out of the whatever chamber they were holding him. By the way, why do they keep these guys alive? Why don't they just kill the guys and replace them? I, I don't know. Whatever. Contracts. So, uh, and, yeah, <laughs> contracts is the answer. Because contracts. <laughs> um, yeah, those are two. It's, it's because comics or because contracts. In this case, it's because contracts. Uh, and, and his legs weren't really working. So it, we know that it was somewhere. And when we got to Infinity War, his legs were essentially working and he was already working for the government. So somewhere between Civil War, where his legs weren't fully functional, and in Infinite, uh, Infinity War is when that roadie had to have been swapped out, which means the roadie in Infinity War and Endgame was uh, this scroll roadie, which means he knows about he was on the fucking Titan. Can't they just go to Titan? It was empty. Like they know about all these different. That's like saying planets. you want to send people to Detroit. If Nick Fury really <laughs> couldn't find them a planet, he just wasn't fucking trying. And maybe he wasn't trying. And that's what I think is it's the source of a lot of the anger of Gravik has towards Nick Fury that he they he used him. Basically, we find out this is what pisses me off too. We basically the in in the MCU, Nick Fury is not a badass uh, assassin, World War II veteran with who's been alive for eighty extra years and has a little little de aging serum and is just a badass motherfucker. He's not that. He's a pencil pusher who just used scrolls his whole career. Because in in this reality, he was just like a regular Shield agent until he until the ca- Captain Marvel movie when he encountered the scrolls and all this stuff. Also, why aren't they pissed at Captain Marvel? She's the one that was out in space. She's the one. And they even said it was supposed can't to be blame Fury. Women, Mark. It was supposed you to be Fury and Captain Marvel finding them a planet. Nick Fury can only do so much. He can't go to space. She flies through space. And you're telling me she couldn't find them a fucking planet. I, I, the whole premise is silly. Um, aside from that, it's it's comics, whatever. We, we let plot points go. We have to let plot points go. But then, how they did this thing, and now in our group, uh, Jeffrey, who I understand is not watching the show, and I appreciate that, and that's part of why we have the discussion him. group. That's part of why we have the Second Print Comics fan zone. It's the place we can go, and you and I will often watch things and, and read things so other people don't have to. So, he was asking, you know, how... How do they? How are they going to do the Super Scroll if they didn't introduce the Fantastic Four yet? And early on, a few episodes ago, I talked about how it's kind of interesting how it seemed like they were going to do this thing where they're basically using other characters that mimic some of the the Fantastic Four uh, characters. So they had like some Groot in there, some Cull Obsidian for like the, the strength of the thing. You're like, okay, that's maybe that's interesting and can lead us to, to like a similar situation of a Super Scroll, which they did at first. But then 
They have uh, Daenerys Targaryen. I can't even uh, remember her name in the show anymore. Uh, Daenerys Targaryen. We'll just call her that. She turns on on Gravik and decides to be good and join Fury. And she breaks into where they're doing all the experiments, creating the Super Skulls, Skrulls. And she just takes all the powers for herself. So now, at the end of this episode where you think it's fury but i kind of suspected it was it was her the whole time um and she shapes it you realize it's her and that she has all the powers uh and then not only does she have like the four powers at a time of the fantastic four that they were kind of teasing a couple episodes ago no she has every power of everybody ever everybody that was at the battle of earth she has a power of even ones that don't make sense like she has ghosts powers. Ghost was at the battle of earth. I don't remember that. I don't remember seeing her, but I guess nope. she was there and we don't know it. They have to um, remind you. Ant-Man two happened. I, I guess so. Uh, I mean, she has captain Marvel's powers. Who's already one of the most overpowered characters in the MCU. She has Thanos's powers. She has access to every hero that exists. So essentially other than like God or the watcher or somebody like that, <laughs> this is now the most powerful character in the MCU. Canonically, it has to be because she has every fucking character's powers. This is so stupid. And she kills Gravik. So she's also not morally constrained in any way. No, and then and she I'm, joins Excalibur in the non post 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 credit scene. That was actually before the credits. And, and, and I mean, this is just going on with like the strong female archetype. This is that, almost um, seems like a parody of it. It's it's so over the yeah. top. It's like, okay, you want MCU? Okay, you, that's it, not it real. But here's the, I mean, it is. It is. It, it is a parody because you can make male characters stoic and silent and give them gray areas. It makes them interesting. When you do that with women with no context, they just come off as moody, as bitchy, as bossy. Uh, Emily, uh, I'm sorry, no. Um, yeah, em- Emily. Amelia uh, Clark. Amelia Clark, who's... Daenerys uh, no, no, Emily Blunt. Who's who's uh Mary Poppins? What's Emily Blunt. Emily is Blunt married to Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, so Emily Blunt did um she she did that movie with Tom Cruise a while back, Edge of Tomorrow or something like that, and she had a problem. Well, that was like a decade script. ago. Ramsey. Yeah, so it, but this clip has come out recently. I think Nerdrotic uh, shared it, where basically Emily Clark was complaining in the script, and she asked for some rewrites. Because when they were describing her character, they started off as describing her as a strong female character. And she hates that. And the reason why she said she hates that is because it takes everything that makes a woman out of a woman. And it's a placeholder for actual character development. And that's what we Emily got. Clark said that or Emily Blunt said that? Emily Blunt said that. Okay. Emily Blunt says she intentionally turns down roles that lead with strong female character because what it means is no progression. And it means somebody unlikable. And that's not she's gonna have it means it. she's gonna have the victim's journey where she has yeah. no journey, where she just is strong and powerful and has to have no character progression to overcome anything. Yeah. And I mean that's just that's just what we continue to see. People that say, Oh, you know, you're you're going too far off the MCU comments. No. No, it's it's a perfectly justified title. You took the biggest story, the the bit the most successful events of the last 20 years. This is when I really started collecting Marvel, Secret Invasion. You took the best story of the last 20 years, a Bendis classic, and you butchered it. You know, I could I could understand it can't be exactly page for page what we were getting. But you ruin Nick Fury. This, I, I, this, it's like this sacrifice. It's like this Aztec Mayan sacrifice in which you have to take a character, give him his own spotlight, 
and then you have to neuter him. We have this with Hawkeye. We have this with with Nick Fury and Secret Invasion. We have this. Uh, I would I would even go as far as Shang Chi. Shang Chi, the master of martial arts, gets his ass kicked by his sister his entire movie. Uh, Doctor Strange ends up getting usurped at the end. Wanda Maximoff kills herself. It's uh, America Chavez who ends up really being the one to beat her because she just believes in herself. She just believes like, in that's herself. Literally, that's literally the, how that plot turned. Like she just you gotta believe in yourself. Yeah. Okay. And I like that movie, but I'll admit that's stupid. But um, you know, you, we just we just continue to see this and. In a way, like it, it's so weird because they were really trying to use this at the beginning to amp up uh, excitement for the Marvels. And I mean, I was hearing they Disney really tried to promote the hell out of the series. I heard radio ads for Secret Invasion. Told me that. I saw billboards. I'm and, still trying to figure out what, what were you listening to on the radio? That's uh, classic rock. Okay. Which Fair I don't on. think that's the demographic that's going to watch a Disney Plus series. But I heard it, and it was it was ridiculous. I mean, they put so much money into promotion, uh, traditional and digital media for Secret Invasion, and now they're trying to pivot. They're going to be like, well, you have to see this to watch Captain Marvel. But here's the thing. The people that didn't like this are not going to watch Captain Marvel because if you can't get them excited for a Sam Jackson limited series, you're not going to get them excited for the Marvels. And to make things even more of a slap in the face for Disney, IMAX has said that they will not be screening the marvels but instead be giving an additional couple of weeks to dune part two so this will be the first marvel movie not to have who is paying extra first of all the marvels is gonna bomb i mean that that much is clear at this point but who's gonna pay extra to go to imax for it i mean i think that's a smart choice yeah i i saw i saw the first um i saw captain marvel in imax because i had free tickets and it was it was all right, but I mean, theatrically, you know, Marvel movies just have not looked good, and it's predominantly been since Endgame. They don't really look good. I can't name a Marvel film that has been like really aesthetically pleasing. Maybe I'll give some credit to Doctor Strange. A lot of people said that Doctor Strange looked cheap. I like Doctor Strange because it looked like a Sam Raimi movie. So I'll I'll defend Multiverse of Madness to that extent. I still really like that movie. Um, but I would I would not pay to see this in IMAX. I would not pay to watch this in theaters. I think this is going to be the first Marvel movie not to make $75 million in its opening weekend. I would predict that it will actually make, and this is, you know, quote me on this, folks, and let's see if I'm right in a couple weeks, months, whatever. I don't even know what's coming out. I think it makes less than $20 million its first weekend. I think it drops immediately from first place to make? second place. The Flash made around seventy-five, but then it's it stayed there. It struggled. I think Sound of Freedom will continue, which has already made more money than Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, which was a fantastic movie, by the way. I saw Dead Reckoning. I saw Dead Reckoning, Barbie, and Oppenheimer <laughs> within a 72-hour period. Um I would say Sound I'm not going to go into it all the way, Remzo, because I did on my other show, the Mark Claire show. I did a full Barbie analysis, believe it or not. And, and I covered and I covered Barbie for us. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And Remzo also reviewed it on his own for SPC. So either, no matter what show, if you support the Mark Claire show, SPC, or if you support both, you can get a, a Barbie breakdown. I'll just say this. Whatever you think of 
of why you might might or might not want to see this movie it's probably gonna not it's probably not gonna line up with your expectations to me in good ways uh so i would just say it's a much different movie than you might think it is on the surface if you're someone who doesn't think they want to see it i enjoyed it a lot i enjoyed it i enjoyed it with my wife i it's it's a funny movie it's just it it. is and there are there are layers to it if you want to see those layers but if mm -hmm. you don't it's just entertaining on its on its face it's everything that people hate and it's everything that people love but with that said, I, I mean, the Marvels is not going to make anywhere near as much money as Barbie. Barbie is a cultural phenomenon. Do you know how crazy Op- this is, Remzo? It's really what? just hitting me right now. I'm thinking about this. Like, okay, I've been looking forward to the Slash movie for years. The, you know, the, the Michael Keaton return, all this stuff. I can very legitimately say that Barbie is maybe 10 times of a better movie than the Flash. 100 times better. 100 times better. I, mean, That's you, I, I don't, I don't know even. if the math can be done, actually. Barbie made me enjoy watching a movie in theaters. Uh, even Oppenheimer for three for three freaking hours. And I'll tell you what, talk about nostalgia, doing nostalgia correctly. Now, look, I have no nostalgia towards Barbie. My wife does, though, and that stuff definitely hit with her. Yes, they even had Barbies in Mexico, believe it or not. Bar- um, but the nostalgia, the way they do nostalgia, it it hit on every level. That was very, very clear for the, the women in the audience that grew up with Barbie. <laughs> The Flash did not. The Flash couldn't yeah. even do that with fucking Michael Keaton Batman. The, maybe the most it revered. It Batman could not of all deliver time. that with giving us a Nick Cage Superman. Well, that was just a, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, that 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 was a weird play because it was nostalgia for something that never existed. It was like nostalgia for nerds who know that that sort of started to it exist. Was a super or super deep cut that didn't fill. Yeah, but if you told me two years ago that I would. I would want, I would literally be like, we're talking about going back to see Barbie again and, and, and flash. I never want to even look at again. I mean, and if you told me that a couple of years ago, I, I mean, that's, it's just, it's wild where we are. Renzo. It's wild where we are. And yet they continue to blame fan expectations. That's what the director for secret invasion tried saying. And everyone's comparing it to Barbie Oppenheimer and all these other films. It's like, no, if you make a good movie, people will come out and see it. Um, I mean, Tom Cruise has been the one who's been resuscitating movie theaters since Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. And even though it's making less money, it's trailing right now. An indie film that was filmed in 2018 from a Christian studio during the same time a Barbie movie is out and a three hour long Christopher Nolan movie it has nothing to do with fan expectations. Marvel and Disney have just continued to put out shit. What does it say when the Illumination movies um, you know, the despicable me stuff, um, Mario earlier this year. Why is it all those AMA films are outdoing Pixar? They've blamed the fans since the pandemic. They've been blaming the fans. They've been putting they've it been on blaming us. fans since, since Brie Larson, Captain Marvel V1. Yes. Really? I mean, that was like, that was really the start. That was the first time you really saw like a star preemptively strike on fans for not watching a, a movie or for criticism, not liking a movie. Yeah, and ultimately, I mean, we could take us back one more step, um, The Last Jedi. Because even with The Force Awakens, people were willing to give that Star Wars saga a chance. So this era of, oh, it's the fans. Oh, we can't live up to fan expectations. Why did fans love Werewolf by Night last year? We're coming up on the one-year anniversary of the release of Werewolf by Night. Fans loved Werewolf by Night because it was fucking good. Werewolf by Night also featured... What you could say is a strong female character, but it was a good character and a and a back and a like a sort of back to basics kind of story. And it wasn't it wasn't trying to gaslight you preemptively into 
Why why don't you love this character? You know, there's none of that. They just give you the story and and it and it all kind of flows. They're not trying to push it down your throat. They're not trying to forcibly show you that this is a strong female character and you have to think about that for the entire episode. It just she just is, you know? She just is. Speaking because we we've covered we've covered a lot of what's going on right now. This came in yesterday. This is getting more mixed reaction than what I thought. Personally, I'm on the side of I'm excited. We're getting Wonder Woman 3 with Gal Gadot. <laughs> that yeah, is that, actually happening. That is a weird uh, a twist to... Now, this is... Just Talk about adds, fan expectations. This adds so much further confusion to the whole James Gunn verse. Because his whole thing that he said in the video that we broke down a couple months ago was, okay, well... We're going to reset things with the flash. The flash is the reset button. You already know it's not because you already know George Clooney is not the flash of the new fucking James Gunn DC. So I don't even not know. the Batman of the new DC. It's the, the Batman. Yeah, it'd be funny if he was a Superman, actually. Um, the Batman of the DC. That's not happening. So whatever universe was created out of that is not the one that's going to be the James Gunn verse. Maybe that's their way of explaining multiple universes being created. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price, and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is, I don't know. I don't know. But then his whole thing is, we're starting fresh. Everyone's going to be new. Everything's going to be, and, and we got to move on. And that's why we have to move on from Cavill because he's going to, it's going to be a fresh Superman. That's why we, and now Gal Gadot's coming back. Now, I don't blame, I don't really blame them for having Gal Gadot back. She's kind of as iconic as you can be connected to this character now. She in modern, is Wonder in, Woman. She is to Wonder days, Woman yeah. what Robert Downey Jr. is to Iron Man. Sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, she's popular. She's hot. Why not? But it just adds confusion to James Gunn's entire premise and the entire reason that he tells us we can't have any more cavalry. You're saying that James Gunn lied? It, it may be. James Gunn lied. People died. Yes. That, that's, <laughs> a, that's what I'm potentially saying. I don't know what to fucking think about this. One, I'm happy that Gal is staying. But two, I'm just like, this whole thing is freaking stupid i'm gonna try not to drop as many f-bombs because that hurts us on youtube i'm gonna say fracking for all my Battlestar galactica friends this is fracking stupid they just but, cannot they cannot help themselves they if that's cannot wonder help woman themselves 3, if that's wonder woman 3 that implies that it is the third part of a trilogy connected to the first two wonder woman movies if that unless the case, they're gonna make it an elseworld thing where it doesn't connect to the main one because here's the other thing people well, are forgetting. If we're doing that, just give us a goddamn Snyderverse <laughs> 2. For fuck's sake. Just enough. And Scott, by the way, speaking of Zack Snyder, this man, and there's a whole like um thing kind of on, on Twitter trending this week about Zack Snyder being like a saint and being above all this shit. Because Zack Snyder was out promoting Blue Beetle, saying, like, I'm so excited to go see Blue Beetle, this and that. Like, can't wait to take my son to see Blue Beetle. And people are like, DC fucked him over so fucking bad and gaslit this guy and he's still out there promoting their shit. He's like that this guy, there's no one classier than Zack Snyder or no one more cucked. You I don't know how you want to look at it, but I mean you could say, you could say the same thing. I mean, you could you know. say the same thing about Henry Calville, who's still promoting the next season of The Witcher. In fact, well, 
I think um, Cavill's just a classy motherfucker. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, in fact, wait, he's Netflix, promoting the next season, the one he's not in. He's in or he's, like half of it or something like that. It's stupid. All I know is that Netflix released a recent commercial for this upcoming season. And in it, they actually say in like promo work, Calville is still the Witcher <laughs> because they know that people are just like, we're done. We're, we're freaking done. So no, no, no we already shot some yeah. stuff that we have more. We're, yeah, we have some scenes. Yeah, th- this whole thing. I, I'm not for, for the first time. I think ever I can say I'm rooting against comic book based movies and I'm rooting for more original stuff. Barbie worked super Mario brothers works. Yes. They're based off popular IP. I get that. They're big corporate brands who have been around forever. I get that. But Oppenheimer was a great movie. Um, Mission impossible dead reckoning part one. If you have not seen that because they kind of stopped promoting it as much because it was making less money than sound of freedom, which has been out for several months now. Um, you know, I still think you should go see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. One of the best action movies I've seen in a while. Tom Cruise still got it. But I can't say there's anything coming out in the near future that I say, you know what? I really want to see it. The freaking Flaming Hot movie, which is on Disney Plus and Hulu, which is a... Uh, it was decent. That was better than most stuff I've seen in theaters. It was better than The Flash. It was better than The Flash. <laughs> Even if the, half the movie is made up. But like... You know, I, I can honestly say I enjoyed Flame and Hot more than The Flash and yes. Barbie and 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 Mario and every and every movie I've ever seen. Actually, I guess we can. The list goes on. <laughs> I mean, other other than Across the Spider Verse in June, that's 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 basically it. I'm not gonna watch Blue Beetle. I told a, I told a friend of mine to go watch it for me because I cannot justify you're far, you're farming out your bad movie. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot justify using SPC funds to go buy a ticket to watch that movie, which I know is going to be trash. And I bet you this much like flash was immediately pushed to digital release and streaming in the same season. It came out in theaters. Blue beetle will hit HBO max faster than anything. It will be, there's another prediction. Blue Beetle will be on HBO Max by October. When does it come out? Comes out like next week or something. <laughs> oh, that's not even a bold prediction. They're, they've been put the flash is already out. Yeah, they're, they're doing two months turnaround now as if they don't do anything in the movies easily. So that's that's yeah. a very unbold prediction, Remzo. But I, yeah, I, I will. I, I will. I will sure. watch. I will watch Blue Beetle, but I will watch it on HBO Max. That's the pledge. All right. Well, uh, unlike you, that's actually the only way I can justify watching Blue Beetle in the theater is if I am, if it's paid for by SBC patrons. So uh, different ways to look at the, the same, the same. I mean, th- it's true though. I mean, if, if it were not for SBC, if it were not for this podcast and my, my need to sort of take some bullets for you guys to absorb some of this stuff and let you know what's safe to go see and what's not. Uh, I, if I was just doing this on my own, I, I can't, I don't think I would see another comic movie in the theaters this year. Yeah. If I was just, you know, living my normal life, not thinking about what I should be talking about on the podcast and that sort of thing. We got a, we got one more thing though. If you want to move on, we Marvel's can. still trying to resuscitate everything. We finally got the first trailer for Loki season two. I have two trailers. I have two trailers keyed up, which, which, what, what kind of mood are you in? Are you in the mood to shit on something? Are you in the mood to maybe be, I haven't watched either, so I don't really know, Let's, but there's, I also have the Marvel's trailer queued up. Oh, uh, let's let's shit on something first. All right, that's I think too. So we'll see if we have time for both. But let's why don't we start by here? I'll I'll prepare the old share screen here, and let's check out let's check out the Marvels trailer. What do we say? You seeing it? You hear? All right, 
Here we go. Carol Danvers, prodigal child of the Milky Way. Nick Fury, my favorite one-eyed man of intrigue. How goes it out there? I don't know. Oh yeah, spoiler alert for Secret Invasion. By the end, he puts his eye he puts his eye patch back on. It's supposed to signify in in Secret Invasion some sort of like a uh, moment of badassery, but I don't really understand it. He actually looks way more badass without the the eye. They should have killed him. They should have killed him. They should have yeah. killed him. I, I mean, for for where his character is in the MCU, he'd be better off dead. Yeah. Not Sam Jackson. I, I mean, Nick Fury, to be clear. Okay, moving on. Cold, no air, space. We're in space. By the way, did you watch the end of Cap? Of uh, did you watch Miss Marvel? I watched Miss Marvel. So you, see, you saw the end, the post credits, yeah. of that series, where she where? flies into the closet when she starts messing with her powers more. Yeah, something happened. Ka- Carol that- and Kamala switch places. Right. So that that's kind of how how Miss Marvel leaves off is, is Captain Marvel Brie Larson appears in the bedroom of, of uh, Miss Marvel. So keep that in mind. Captain I do like, I do like intergalactic. There. And by the way, from me. let's go back. You took over. everything from me. You took everything. You took everything from me. You took everything, you took everything from me. That's our villain, I guess. That appears to be our villain of, of this. Now, maybe there's maybe there's another higher level villain that I don't know about in the series. But from what I've seen in this trailer, this lady, I don't know who she's supposed to be. Darben, I guess, according to the subtitles, appears to be the villain. So are, are you excited? Are you intimidated? Do you care? I don't even remember who the villain in the first Captain Marvel was. Wasn't it Ronan the Accuser who's in it for five seconds? Ronan the Accuser was it was in it for like yeah he was sort of the the villain of the Kree and then also um yeah I guess it was I don't know yeah I guess it was just Ronan and the Kree in general were kind of the villains all right moving on you took everything from me and now I'm returning the favor all right now that band is the same band as Miss Marvel wears and now we're kind of seeing this scene from. But now we got a tie-in. This shit. Hope everyone remembers WandaVision. Yeah. Remember WandaVision? You know, uh, Feige, I think, was promoting this uh, very, very uh, tepidly and and saying, well, what's great about uh, the Marvels, it's that it's a sequel to so many things. It's a sequel to Captain Marvel. It's a sequel to Secret Invasion. It's a sequel to Miss Marvel. It's a secret sequel to WandaVision. Like, it's a sequel to a bunch of shit. Nobody liked it, except for WandaVision, you know, with some people like some people didn't. I generally liked it, but this is what came out of WandaVision that I was excited about was certainly I'm a lot more excited about Wanda about a uh, white vision than I am about. Uh, I can't even remember this freaking character's name. Scarlet Witch. No. The, oh, the, um, fa- uh, <laughs> fo- she's photon. Sometimes. Photon. I forget what they're called. Captain Marvel in some continuity. She's been many, many different Captain Marvels. Yeah. But anyway, they're she is they're placeholder. All, and I don't really know how they explain the connection of her powers because her powers in WandaVision came from going through that field that Wanda created, which was from the Hex powers. I guess they all... That's like the dumbest way to get superpowers. If I guess they all it. come from an infinity gem of some kind, but Ms. Marvel's don't. So I, it's stupid. It's stupid. Moving on. She's entangled our light-based powers. Oh, they have light-based so powers. Places whenever so we use they them. switch places when they use them. That yes. makes sense. You can absorb light. So basically, like Nick Fury has to babysit these three chicks for a movie. That, that's this is like this on. is like dumb Charlie's Angels. 
I can see it. Marbles Kamala? Angels. Who's Kamala? Hi. Charlie's Marbles. She turn light into physical matter. You get more. Which I've never heard of. I could totally show you. No! More Ms. Marvel fangirling. I mean, they are checking every single box with this, with the the white chick in distress, uh, the Karen Miss Marvel, uh, with uh, Captain Marvel. I mean, what is her freaking name? Quant- Quantum, Quasar, Photon? She's Photon in the, in the comics, but I don't yeah. think they're calling her. They haven't yeah. called her anything yet. Anyway. I'm most excited about the BC Boys. Everything will change, Renzo. Targeting every planet we call home. Oh, every planet. So there's a bunch oh, of planets. Oh, so you could have found something Hold for on. the scrolls, bitch. She's targeting every planet we call home. So how many freaking planets are we talking about? Still couldn't find one for the scrolls. Okay. To bring anybody into this. Oh my god, really? This is happening in the movie? We got a we get like an Indian dancing. I'm most excited about this part. Actually. You are not the only thing standing between this. And a lot universe. of girl love. Some more free. Is Ronan back? Oh and God, a bunch of alien kitties. On top of that, they have to give us a bad remix of Intergalactic. <laughs> this is like worse I than like what the they original Guitar Hero. Hero. Oh, all right. Higher. Further. What in her powers made her do that move? She doesn't have powers to do that. <laughs> Faster. You know what I never get to? When characters like, say, Miss Marvel... Like her powers are like, you know, projecting this light and creating these like objects and turning light into solids and blah, blah, blah. How, how come they can get hit and be fine though? Like one of her powers is not getting hit and being fine, but they always get hit by these big villains and get thrown against walls and they're just fine. Even though, I mean, even when there's nothing. The cop out is that they can absorb energy. But that's not a power. That's not, that's like. And if it was, she could have taken out Thanos before Tony had to kill himself. There you go. And now, yeah. Well, now we God, have. I hate her. Now we have Super Scroll that, that who's, who has all their powers anyway. So what's what's the point of any of this? We should call her She Super Scroll. All right, the Marvels. Good kitty girls. Yeah, the cat. We know. Oh my God! I mean. I actually like that scene. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, as I'm saying, like the alien cat is probably going to get like the biggest laugh of, of anything in this movie. I'm going to remove Goose this. is the baby Yoda of this franchise now. That's basically it. And he's not even that. You know he's what sucks about like that trailer? It wasn't even fun enough to to enjoy how bad it was. You know what I mean? Like I actually enjoyed watching that Craven the Lion Man uh, trailer a few <laughs> weeks ago. By the way, they, they've delayed Raven, uh, Craven like a year. Yeah, 2024. So he, here I was getting uh, no joke. I think this is true. Yeah, it's true. I, w- I, if if you put both these movies in the theater today and give me one ticket and I have to choose one, I am going to see Craven over. The oh world. my gosh, yeah. And it's not even a question because Craven at least has. I might be able to enjoy this in like some some weird way, kind of vibes. I can mystery science theater that shit. Right. I don't think be, I could do that with this. It might be weirdly bad in an enjoyable way, or it might actually be weirdly good. It's possible. It could be like, it's not the Craven we know, but maybe they're doing something so different that it, it's eh, not maybe the Craven turns, we want it. It's the Craven, it's Craven we, we needed, right? It's, like, it's <laughs> Craven American need. So, you know, it, it, but we, we kind of just know what we're going to get out of this. I mean, if you've seen Captain Marvel and you see, and you've seen secret, I mean, they tell you what to expect. They told you what these, this is the seven things. This is a sequel of, uh, so it's just, 
it's hard to be excited about it, and it and I think it's also hard for Marvel to be excited about it. And I, I frankly, I think that they're probably happy that they can maybe blame this on the writer strike and not being able to promote it. And that's probably why they're not even trying to delay it. I think they just want to get it over with. They made the movie. It's too fucking late. It's been done. I think they just want to get it out there and maybe they're secretly happy. They can be like, ah, too bad. We couldn't promote it because the writer strike. So maybe that's why it didn't do well. Cause Brie Larson couldn't be out there harassing fans in advance for not enjoying the movie. You know, it's wild though. And this is what really sucks for them because they, they have to, they have to sleep in the bed that they shit in. This comes out, and then what comes out in October? Echo. And they are just streamlining Echo. It's a full season release. Well, Echo, they supposedly did try to Batgirl. They wanted to Batgirl. But there's a different... The way it works with streaming is not the, the way it works with films so if they if they make a film and decide they can't release it they can write all that production off of of the taxes as a loss and everything as they did with batgirl for whatever reason it doesn't quite work the same way with streaming stuff so they made echo they're forced to release it they instead of doing it one by one they're just gonna vomit it out because they have nothing else to do with it but it's very clear that they do not want to release this at all yeah when it comes to streaming and tv in general it has to do with commercial rights isn't it something like that? Like they have already guaranteed, like they're going to get so many views to satisfy so many like advertisement requirements. Well, I don't think so. Cause it's to themselves, right? Yeah. But they, they still promote other businesses and Kevin Feige. So the, the report is that Kevin Feige uh, sees this show as unreleasable that he has, <laughs> he's been seeing it as unreleasable. That is supposedly a quote from an insider. It's not a direct quote oh from Feige, God. but it's what someone says. He says, I'm told they originally shot eight, eight episodes and Kevin thought it was unreleasable. So they talked about cutting it down to four episodes or maybe six in post, but then they ended up reshooting it. So my source did not actually know how many episodes they wound up with, but yeah, apparently it needed a top down rejiggering. That's a word. And that Kevin was not happy with it. God damn. So that's where we're at with Echo. I'm pretty sure I called this six months ago that they were going to try to back girl echo. And it seems like if there was a financial reason they could, that they would, uh, this, I mean, we got, <laughs> if they're canceling the, the, is she deaf and blind? Is she Helen Keller? Well, she's, 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 she's blind? deaf and she's an amputee. What is, what is she missing? She's missing a leg. Remember she has that Oscar Pretorius blade runner leg. <laughs> so she's double disabled and they're canceling her. That's and, like, oh. yeah. Wow. And she's a Native American. Oh my God, Remzo, we can't. No, no, we got to release this. That, that's what they're saying in the board meeting. They're like, they, we can't, we can't. They're like, and somebody's like, sir, like, yes, like she's also Native American. They're like, damn it, damn and it. Just, just a it. reminder: the first time she ever acted in her life was for Hawkeye. That was the first time she acted. That was the first time she acted. Oh, why did they do that? Because she's actually deaf and they wanted to be like, look, we're putting a deaf person in a movie. Yeah. I can't wait until they put the real aliens that the government announced in movies. So that way humans can stop appropriating alien jobs. And so, yeah. And so we can stop getting residuals from humans having to play aliens. Man, you you know what movie I'm going to watch this weekend? Starring Karnak, the great, (laughs) as himself. (laughs) I'm going to watch Tropic Thunder this weekend. Great movie. I was just talking about that movie last night. I, I, I think... Tropic Thunder is is the greatest comedy of all time. Uh, when when I used to it's a bold proclamation, it's a great. Well, movie. I I, I, I can I can say that firmly because Ben Stein agreed with me. Uh, we said it uh, a couple of times. Tropic Thunder is the greatest movie of all time. All time, all time. Remzo, Tropic Thunder, just all Remzo. time. That's my Ben Stein. Yeah. So I I, I want to watch it because that felt like the last authentic movie where it's like they could just do cool shit. 
and they could just be themselves and put out stuff that people really love that and the hangover mark, like the last true age of like comedies. I would also go as far as say, that's like the last true age of movies after that. It's just for, for 15 fucking years. So, I mean, it's just echo should never have. And mind you, I, I'm not going to say echo. I'm going to say how they have done it. Echo in the comics is a cool fucking character. She was awesome in Brian Michael Bendis' New Avengers. She was cool in Daredevil. I am currently reading the Daredevil and Echo limited series from Marvel. It's pretty freaking good. The character is fine. What they have done in order to bring the character to screen is almost as much of a theatrical abortion as what they did with Iron Fist at Netflix. It's It's just bad. It's just bad. You can't fix it. They're just kind of trying to cram it in. And here's how they will market it. Do you like Vincent D'Onofrio? Well, Are you King deaf? Back. Are you deaf? <laughs> <laughs> Are you You'll missing love a leg? Series. You're going to love it. I think because they're still saying that they're still filming shit, even to this day. They will throw Daredevil in there to save it, much like they tried to do that for She-Hulk. Which is going to hurt, it. which just hurts Daredevil. It only makes it worse. It only makes Daredevil worse. I mean, I, I think Daredevil and She-Hulk was, like you said, mo- supposed to make Daredevil people go, oh, cool, Daredevil and She-Hulk. And maybe it piqued the curiosity. But if a Daredevil fan tuned into that, they went, oh, my God, this is Disney's Daredevil. This is what's happening to him. Charlie and Cox himself did not even watch that episode. I don't blame him. I don't like, him. I worked so hard. I almost made a joke about how could he watch it because he's blind but I, I remembered he's not he's not really just, that's, that's how oh, good of an actor that's a, he but that's, a, that's a thing though they should cast a real blind man as daredevil right isn't he appropriating blind jobs right now it's messed up man are you looking forward to anything coming out well that's that's not a because bad I, I tried to ask myself that and i honestly can't name anything okay well let's i'll name one thing that I, i'm not it's not that i'm looking forward to it but it, I enjoyed the first season and we were just talking about it. Why don't we watch the trailer? Loki two is the last thing oh. left on any docket that I, I'm not saying I'm excited about it. Cause at this point, my excitement has been sapped. I'm assuming the worst of everything at this point, but I did enjoy the first season. So same production team. It's possible. I'll enjoy the second one. Would you like to watch the trailer? Rebecca? Let's do it. All right. Let me fire this up. I should really be preparing this behind the scenes before I say time to watch the trailer. Do, do, All right, do, here do, it is. Do, you ready? Do, Let's see. Do. Yeah. Loki season two. Here we come. There's Loki. Hello? There's Mobius. We have a little bit of a situation we want to I have not seen this yet. Mobius! I saw it. Great to see you again. It's Data. Whoa. Data's in this. Hey, Data's in this. Did you see Indiana Jones, by the way? What? Did you see Indiana Jones? The The movie? No. The new one? No. Me neither. All right. I was going to ask you if Data was in it. <laughs> I don't even know if it is, if he is. But da- oh, you mean that short is- round? From He was Data in well, another one. He's short round in Indiana Jones. You're right. He's short round in Indiana Jones, and he's also Data in the Goonies, but same guy. Yeah. And also the guy that was in uh, that stupid Everything, movie. everywhere, all at once. I hate that movie so much. You didn't I like it? I bought that movie, not having seen it, but it was at the time, it was the only way to watch it, to buy it. So we're like, all right, let's watch it. I fucking hated that movie so much. I hated it so much. I still don't know what the point of it is. And uh, why would there be a multiverse where everyone has hot dog fingers? I can't get over it. It made me so angry. Every time they, was funny. Every time they brought that in, it made me so angry. Anyway, but I'm glad I'm glad he's getting work again because a uh, cool actor. That's what's been happening. Wow. 
Wow. Time slipping. Wait. No, not time slipping. Time, you know that? Yeah. You've seen that? Yeah. Can you fix that? No. I'm already way more into this than the Marvels, and it's not yeah. even close. It's impossible to time slip in the TVA. By the way, if you're just hearing audio, that means you're not watching this on YouTube. And for reasons like this, it's a good thing to do. So you can also see the video. So head over to youtube.com slash. I don't think we have our own YouTube domain. Just go to YouTube and type in second print comics and you'll find this back to the subscribe show. once. No, never just, worry about it again. Exactly. Saw it happen. Yeah. Stylistically, I'm into it. Pulled through time. Okay. Okay. Between the past and the present. I can dig. Hello? Loki bouncing through time. I'm I'm on board. If what I saw is true. No Although, really, boy, did they cuck Loki with him becoming the less, with the female version being like the most powerful Loki. But that's, that's neither here nor there. Is that a problem if you're fucking yourself though? <sighs> I'm sorry, fracking yourself, YouTube gods. I can't. I can't comment on this. <laughs> Nothing to sound between this world and utter destruction. We're getting Only Kang. one way to find out. Now, we they shot this with, what's his name? Jonathan Majors. With Jonathan Majors. It's still not clear if Jonathan Majors is actually going to continue in the MCU because we don't know what's going to happen. How the, the how the frack is Jonathan Majors the problem, but Ezra Miller can become the modern day Charles Manson and no one has a problem with that. Well, everyone did have a problem with that. That's why his movie failed. Well, and Majors is his case is at least you know it's it's questionable whether he did anything or not. I mean, there, from what I understand, I don't know the details of it, but it, it, I don't even I care if he hit her at this point. From what I understand, I'm just I don't be, even. You, no, I know you're trying to sidestep that. I don't even care. I was trying to if, sidestep if he that, hit yes. her. I don't care. Point is, I know nothing about it, and the point is, no matter what it was. What we know of Ezra Miller is way fucking worse, and that's not even <laughs> debatable. Re Ezra Miller like ran like a fucking sex cult or something. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Anyway, moving on. And have you seen the man's TikToks? Moving on. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean the man's. I meant them. They're, them. They're thems. <laughs> a little good old-fashioned legwork. Listen, we have different styles. You're a man of action, which is fine. Loki and Mobius as gumshoe detectives through time. I'm totally approach. down with this. It's really goodbye. If done right. Hey, that was a Twin Peaks reference there. Really good pie. It's that up to is. us to save this place. Is this cracked? Is it? More data? Whatever we do, we're playing God. More hot looking? We are gods. That's true. Choose. He's back in his prisoner garb. Who lives and who dies? Make the hard choice. I was just about to say, do you notice anything about this trailer? And I was about to say, they didn't, they didn't even put majors in this, but that's not true. Here he is. It's him. You better run! Giant Miss Minutes. Come on, you're the god of mischief. Always have been, always will be. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. This is the only hit they've had in years. 
I don't know the numbers, you know, because Disney, they they only know their own internal numbers. That's the kind of weird thing with the streaming stuff and the streaming rights and what makes it all, the residual conversation all complicated. Uh, but at least critically, like this is, WandaVision was mixed reviews. Like some people liked it, some people didn't like it. Um, but Loki, almost across the board, was well liked by the fans and the public and well received. So it's almost the last thing that they have that I can feel good about going into it you know like i'm not yeah. gonna be pressing play thinking oh god what's gonna happen here but there's of course that part of my mind, my mind that is somewhat thinking that because who knows but I, I really did enjoy the first loki season there are some dumb parts of it yes but it was generally fun and enjoyable and uh owen wilson as mobius is awesome and they are they make an incredible buddy duo so this this i'll say this trailer actually got me more, more interested in the series so i so good job to the trailer editors if nothing else yeah I want to see Kaiju Miss Minutes just as much as anyone else. It, it almost makes me wish that this was a movie. Like the whole Loki, these two seasons could have been its own movie. You know? Why yeah. sell it among, along this Disney Plus brand that just has so much other garbage alongside of it? Completely agree. So, all right, Ramzo. Well, that's all I got. What do you want to talk about as we sign off here? What do you got to plug? We guys, everything. come on. We've got so much more content. We got hundreds, hundreds of hours of bonus content over at patreon.com slash second per pod. Why wait a week? And Episodes while you're at early, it early, you could be watching this live days eh? before it's released yeah. to the public. And while you're at it, go, you want to do some reading, get, get your reading in this week. Second print comics.substack.com. We have original articles coming out now. Go ahead and get to that. That way you go ahead and also get episodes in your inbox. We're just men of the people giving it to you straight, serving you what you want. And it all starts at patreon.com slash second print pod. That's all she wrote. And with that being said, our message as always is to read comics and And change, change the the world. world. And I was going to say, and avoid just some of this, avoid the marvels. Yeah. Save (laughs) your money. Save that money. Good night, America. Adios. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.